We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. It's time to talk hockey with the guys in the know. It's the Panthers Insider Show, right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show. My name is Chris Whittingham, joined by the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, live from the BB&T Center where the Panthers are back in action. Back tonight, Doug Plagans. And, Doug, we've got a full show to bring you today. We've got four games to recap from the week, including two Panthers victories. And then we look ahead to the week that will be for the Panthers with two meetings against the Boston Bruins in a week with games against three Canadian teams on the road in between at Toronto, at Montreal, at Ottawa will be joined by the Florida Panthers analyst for Fox Sports Florida, Randy Moeller, and will be joined by Matt Porter, who used to uh, write down here for the Palm Beach Post, now covers the Boston Bruins for the Boston Globe. So a lot to get to on today's show. Lots to cover, and uh, again, we hope everybody comes out to the BB&T Center tonight. Panthers and the Boston Bruins, good morning to everybody. We're counting down to the opening face-off tonight uh, as we will be uh, dropping the puck this evening at 7 o'clock. Panthers and the Boston Bruins from the BB&T Center, and you can get your tickets by calling 954-835-PUCK by going to floridapanthers.com, ticketmaster.com, lots of different ways to get your tickets, and we hope to see you down here. Big game tonight, another Atlantic Division matchup for the Panthers, and that's going to be the theme of the upcoming road trip as well as the Panthers will see the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs coming up to start off the trip that's going to be on Monday evening and then after that uh, Tuesday night the Panthers will be at Montreal for a 7:30 face-off at Ottawa 7:30 on Thursday and then to Boston a week from today for a matinee game one o'clock in the afternoon to take on these same Bruins uh, just a week from today that's the upcoming road trip a four-game road trip after this game tonight against Boston so you want to make sure you come on down to the BB&T Center tonight if you don't have your tickets already make sure you get those quickly 95 4835 ticketmaster.com lots to get to and folks remember you can grab your family grab your friends enjoy all the action the Panthers have to offer with the Salins Red Hot Value Pack starting just $27 you'll receive a ticket and a parking pass in addition to a hot dog beverage and popcorn to a game tickets may be purchased in increments from 2 to 8 for more information go to floridapanthers.com but a big game tonight the third game of the four game season series between the Panthers and the Boston Bruins they each have a win over the other in the season series to this point so the Panthers trying to uh, get a lead if you will in the season series uh, with this one tonight against the Bruins it's going to be a seven o'clock face off and again we hope to see you out here and of course as we get in to our week that was Panthers looking to make it back-to-back wins Chris they finished off their uh, most recent week of action with a victory we will get to that but Chris we're going to go through the entire week that was here right now. Yes, sir. We last left you off here on the Florida Panthers Insider Show was after the Panthers win over San Jose, and we were previewing a matchup against the Los Angeles Kings. Let's get to it now from the Staples Center. It was a 4 o'clock puck drop, and it got off to a good start for the Florida Panthers on the power play. The Panthers, a breakout star for the year, scores again. Quick, I'm not sure he ever saw that one coming, but the puck did miss the net. Now it's Yandel again, looking across, hopping. One-timer, and he scores! 
A power play goal for Mike Hoffman, and what a blast that was. The Panthers are on the board first here in L.A. Mike Hoffman on the power play. That will not be the first time we say that combination for the week. And the Panthers get off to a 1-0 lead in Los Angeles. But the Kings would respond. Dustin Brown scoring three and a half minutes later on the power play from Drew Doughty and Ansi Kopitar. And it would be 1-1 leaving the first period in the second. Again, about four minutes in, Panthers light the lamp again. Scooped up there by Huberto. Out to the line, Matheson. Matheson backs up, pressured by Brown, buys some time and space, cuts down low back in in front, and they score! Getting Dadinov on the doorstep, and the Panthers have taken a 2-1 lead. And it would indeed be 2-1 of Getting Dadinov's 23rd of the year from Barkov and Matheson. But in the third, Los Angeles would take the lead, equalizing just a minute in. Then Kopitar would make it 3-2 with 10 minutes to play in the third period. The Panthers, as the clock would tick down, realizing this game was massive. They had to get the, the two points away from home. And down to the stretch, they went in the final seven minutes. The Panthers first would tie through Dadinov again. Barkov through the neutral zone. Here's Dadnov. Pocheck rolling. Pock Huberto cuts in and they score. It rolled back to Dadnov and he ties the game for the Panthers at three. Evgeny Dadnov is 24th of the year. Huberto with the assist with Barkov. And then it would be Huberto with less than two minutes to play with the late heroics to get the Panthers a win. The puck takes a roll. Dadnov finding it. Dadnov with two goals in the game. He'll bank it off the far side. Barkov centering pass in front. Backhand try. Huberto and he scores. And the Panthers have taken a lead. And a huge 4-3 victory for the Florida Panthers away from home at Staples Center. And Doug, a comeback effort as well. A comeback win, never an easy place to play. The LA Kings haven't had the season that uh, they liked, would like to have had. But uh, the Panthers coming back in that game, getting the much-needed victory there on the road and uh, and after that one uh, had Mike Matheson on the air with us right after the game and kind of kind of said it wasn't the way they drew it up but uh, any way you can get the win especially on the road you'll take it in that situation the Panthers getting the 4-3 victory there and what can you say about that top line I mean I don't want to get too much into what they've done and uh, the run of points that they've been on lately we're going to get to that as we roll through the week that was because their production certainly didn't stop as the week went on but uh, again there was that top line of the Panthers Barkov, Hubert Dadinoff, those guys really leading the charge offensively, helping the Panthers get that 4-3 win at Staples Center to start off a back-to-back -back in Southern California. And let's get to the back end of that back-to-back -back for the Florida Panthers. It would be in Anaheim against a Montembeau in goal. He would be in goal for all but one of the games for the Panthers this week. And it would be an early goal for the Anaheim Ducks, Devin Shore, on the power play, making it 1-0 after 90 seconds. And we'd leave the first period with Anaheim leading by that same score one nothing, but less than 15 seconds into the second, you mentioned the hot run of Dadnoff. He'd score again. Off the draw to start the period, Barkov pulls it back. Ekblad far side, Matheson up the far boards. Barkov some room to the offensive end. Barkov in front, Huberto backhand, backdoor, and they score. Evgeny Dadnov. 11 seconds into the second period, and the Panthers have tied the game at one. And you mentioned the production of that line. It's that front three that all combine for that first goal. Huberto and Barkov with the assist. Dadnov with the 25th of the year for the Panthers. And Adam Enrique would make it 2-1 to Anaheim about 12 minutes later. Into the third, the Panthers would tie the game again. Barkov, Huberto at center, sidesteps Richie, heads in offensively to the high slot. Huberto, and they score! It's put to the net, tipped home by Ekblad, and the Panthers have tied the game at two. 
And Aaron Ekblad, one of the top scoring defensemen in the National Hockey League, scores again his 13th of the year. And again, Huberto and Barkov on the assist. Those two uh, combined for plenty of assists on the week. But Anaheim would get the victory by three goals to two. Jakob Silverberg with the goal with less than five minutes to play. That give that gives Anaheim the victory. But again, Doug, it is a production from that front line that is the story leaving that game. The uh, Panthers getting multi-point games from Huberto and Barkov. They each picked up two assists in that particular contest. Adenov picked up another goal, giving him three goals over that uh, weekend back-to-back set. We mentioned as well Aaron Ekblad with uh, a goal in that one. So, uh, again, that uh, top line getting on the score sheet quite a bit. couple of multi-point games there. Panthers, though, didn't get the win there in Anaheim. John Gibson stopped 37 Panthers shots, so he was certainly instrumental for the Anaheim Ducks in that particular game. And you had the feeling going down the stretch going into that third period that uh, that it was going to be a, a photo finish and and that we were getting into that next goal wins kind of territory and well inside five minutes to go it was the Anaheim Ducks who got that uh, that go-ahead tally and that wound up holding up so Anaheim got the 3-2 win and the Panthers would continue on to the fourth and final game of that four-game road trip as they ventured on to Dallas Chris yes indeed and it would actually be the Panthers getting off to an early lead in that one Alexander Barkov his first of two goals on the night is 31st of the year from Huberto and Dadanov. Those three just incredible production the whole week long. Then Jamie Benn would score just for the end of the first period. It's 27th of the year to make it 1-1. John Klingberg would score about midway through the second period for Dallas to make it 2-1 on the power play. Barkov would respond with a power play goal of his own. Plenty of goals on the power play. Panthers power play continuing to be strong on the season to be 2-2 heading into the third, but Alexander Radulov would score twice his 23rd and 24th of the year, and Dallas would get a 4-2 victory for the Panthers to close out their road trip. Returning home, though, the Panthers would take on the Arizona Coyotes on Thursday night, and it would be a much more positive result for the Panthers, but it would not be early stages. It would be Arizona who would grab the early goal. Michael Grabner with a shorthanded goal for the Arizona Coyotes from Brad Richardson, and it would be 1-0 to Arizona but just before the end of the first, and I mean just, Alexander Barkov would tie the game up. Looks across, Barkov, some room right, circle cuts in front, shot, and he scores! Alexander Barkov has tied the game at one with 14.6 seconds to go in the first. What a play, what puck movement into the offensive end, and Alexander Barkov has tied Mike Hoff, and for the team leading goals, that's number 33 on the year for Barkov. And Doug, you're not going to believe this, but the assists on the on the goal were from Jonathan Huberto and Evgeny Dadanov. Incredible. Who would have thought that that's that... the way things have gone lately for that line? <laughs> yeah, that, that front line has just been absolutely incredible. We'll get to the full uh, stats on the week uh, from those three in just a moment. But uh, into the second, Mike Hoffman would grab himself a power play goal. Backhand pass out to the line. Yandel there looks across. Huberto high slot. Looks over Hoffman. One timer and he scores. Top shelf. A power play goal for Mike Hoffman. And the Panthers are in front two to one. And it would be Mike Hoffman again on the power play, his 34th of the year, as he scored early in the week against Los Angeles to make it 2-1 about midway through the second period. Into the third, the Panthers would add to their lead. And that one goes wide to the near wall. Pushed up the near side by Chickren, can't clear it. Hubdo in front of shot, and they score! Mackenzie Wieger top shelf, and the Panthers have taken a 3-1 lead. 
And the Florida Panthers looked like they were cruising at that point, but with less than three minutes to play against the Coyotes, Brad Richardson with an unassisted goal to make it 3-2, so the Panthers would have to sweat it out. But Alexander Barkov would just make sure. They puck off the skate of Chikrin, couldn't settle it down. Petrano, a clearing feed out to center. Barkov, a lane to the empty net. Barkov to the offensive, and back in, he scores on the empty net. And the Panthers have taken a 4-2 lead. An empty net goal for Alexander Barkov. And that would have just about do it for the Florida Panthers, getting the result on the evening, and it would be a Four goals to victory. Roberto Luongo returning in goal and saving 32 shots from the Arizona Coyotes as well. And the Panthers would close their week with a win, Doug. And so many different uh, stats to highlight from that week. I mean, you mentioned Luongo coming back in. He was brilliant, stopped 32 shots in the win there. But you look at some of the uh, some of the totals that are building up for, for some of these Panthers that are just having monster offensive seasons. And how about uh, Alexander Barkov and Mike Hoffman kind of going back and forth now for the team leading goals. Barkov tied Hoffman, then Hoffman last game got his 34th to take a one-goal lead. And then Barkov gets that empty netter. They both have 34 heading into tonight's game against Boston. So they sit tied for the team leading goals with 34 on the season. Jonathan Huberto up to 59 assists on the year. Picked up three more last game. And with each assist, uh, he's adding to what is now the uh, franchise single-season record for, uh, for assists. He just continues to build on that. That was a, a record that was previously set back in the 99-2000 season. Victor Kozlov had it for a long time, and uh, Huberto and Barkov both going to blow past that one this year, and Huberto's next assist is going to be his 60th on the season, and then we mentioned Keith Yandel getting a, an assist on the power play there in that particular game. He set a new Panthers single season record for power play points in a year, passing Ole Jokinen's total from the 05-06 season. Also, Keith Yandel setting a new record for points in a season by a Panthers defenseman. So you've got uh, some some great single season milestones being set by some individuals here on this uh, on this Panthers squad who just continue to post uh, post huge offensive numbers. And just looking at some of the recent runs for this for uh, for a couple members of the Panthers, uh, we talked about Dadanov a lot, seven points in a four game point streak for him. Jonathan Huberto has eight points, seven assists over a four game point streak. How about this run from Alexander Barkov, six goals, 13 assists, 19 points overall on a current eight-game point streak that he's going to bring into tonight's game against the Boston Bruins. And this is going to be a big matchup, two great offensive teams tonight. Talking about Mike Hoffman again, one other thing, don't want to forget this, his 17 power play goals, third in the league, and a tie with Alexander Ovechkin for the uh, for the uh, lead in power play goals. Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, two members of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the only guys with more power play goals than uh, than Hoffman this season. So it shows you just kind of the season that he's having for this, uh, this Panthers team. But again, just some monster offensive seasons being had by uh, certain members of this Panthers club. Barkov right there at the top uh, as far as points are concerned, and Huberto right behind him. Yandel setting a new franchise record there. Hoffman continuing to score. Feels like every night lately, and the power play going into tonight. Panthers second in the league, 27% on the power play, and right behind them, the Boston Bruins third in the league on the power play, 25.9%. So I know that's going to be something that we're going to keep an eye on as we uh, go into tonight's game and talking more about that. But reflecting back on that win over Arizona back on on Thursday night, the final score was 4-2. Here is Bob Bugner, Panthers head coach, immediately following that win over Arizona with some thoughts on the victory. 
Yeah, I think, uh, um, you know, it was a little bit uh, expected, I think. You hate to say that as a coach, but uh, that West Coast trip and the time change and getting home, I was concerned about the first period. Um, I thought our second 10 minutes of the, of the first period was better than our first 10, but uh, it took us a while to get going. Um, I thought our intensity was, was better um, as the game went on. And, yeah, the big goal, obviously, uh, um, you know, the second goal of the game, Hoff power play goal, I think that's the one that sort of let us say, yeah, okay, now we're in control of the game. We can, uh, you know, just get back to uh, um, playing our solid 5-on-5 five five hockey. Uh, I didn't think we'd give them a lot, even though we got out, uh, um, you know, out uh, shot. I think that uh, Louis made the saves he was supposed to make. And, uh, you know, that top line, what can you say? They're just... Uh, um, you know, they just keep getting it done on a nightly basis and, and are carrying us off offensively. I think we did enough to win tonight. I think we found a way. I don't think we were at our best. I don't think we had a lot of uh, um, gas in the tank. Um, but, you know, even when we had the lead at uh, 2-1 and 3-1, um, I thought we did a lot of good things defensively and we had some pretty good structure to our game. And, and uh, um, But, you know, I mean, obviously uh, um, coming back here on Saturday against Boston, we got to make sure we get some rest tomorrow and that uh, um, we're ready to battle. It's going to be a little bit of a different game, a heavier game. And, uh, um, you know, so it's nice to get these two points tonight. So the Panthers are going to look to make it two straight wins tonight when they welcome in the Boston Bruins. And Bob Ugner right there talking about uh, what kind of test it's going to be tonight when the Panthers take on Boston. That game's at 7 o'clock. But more on that win last time out, 4-2 over Arizona here at the BB&T Center. Back on Thursday, Keith Yandel mentioned sets a new single-season franchise record for points for uh, defensemen. Here is Panthers head coach Bob Bugner on uh, Keith Yandel hitting that new mark. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he's, he's one of the best, uh, uh, you know, quarterbacks, I guess you call him, on the power play in the league. And I think that, uh, you know, even, you know, talking to other coaches and talking to other players, uh, um, they all realize how skilled he is and, and how he can run the top of the power play. But uh, even 5-on-5, five five, he makes great breakout passes, outlet passes. It's always clean. It's on the tape. And, uh, um, you know, and that's what he does best. So he's done exactly what we want him to do, and, and uh, he brings it on a nightly basis. Nice to see him get that record at home here in front of the hometown fans. So uh, it, was, it was a good moment for him. So Panthers head coach Bob Bugner right there on Keith Yandel's new team record. Here's Keith Yandel on what it means to hit that new franchise mark. Yeah, it's um, you know it's obviously special, especially like you said the you know the guys that have played here, um, you know guys that I've looked up to you know, with Caber, Jovo, guy that really helped me out in uh, the beginning of my career. Um, you know Brian Campbell, guys, you know Robert Schvela, the um, guy that had the record, and it's kind of you know one of those things that you take pride in, and obviously it's nice getting the win too. Keith Yandel right there talking about uh, setting that new franchise record for points in a season by a defenseman. Panthers picked up a win 4-2 last game. Roberto Luongo stopped uh, 32 shots, 32 out of 34 that he faced in that game. Here is Roberto Luongo on the win. Got a lot of shots uh, you know, early, and I was able to get in the game and uh, get a good feel and uh, you know, uh, carried me the rest of the way. Um, you know, boys did a good job, even though they had a lot of shots. I think uh, you know, we didn't have many scoring chances. <laughs> Yeah, it's always nice when uh, you're able to come up with a few saves and, uh, you know, the guys reward you with, with a big goal there and uh, get a two-goal lead. So, uh, obviously, it was, a, it was a key moment in the game and uh, extended our lead. And uh, even if they got one back, we were still ahead there in the last couple minutes. Luongo, Panthers goaltender, picked up the win, his 15th win this season. Last time out, turned away 32 shots. Here's Jonathan Huberto on that victory over Arizona. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a tough game. Like you said, I mean, team's going to come, come in and, you know, they want to make the play up there on the edge or their final wild card spot. So, I mean, we play well. I mean, we know 
you guys know too. I mean, we can play some good games. I mean, we, we just had and been consistent this year. I feel and. Uh, I mean, we know we can play against any team in the league, and that's what we showed tonight, and we got the, the win. So Jonathan Huberto right there talking about the victory last time out against Arizona. Again, the Panthers back on the ice tonight. They'll welcome in the Boston Bruins. It's going to be a 7 o'clock faceoff here at the BB&T Center. Earlier this week, the Panthers announced the uh, signing. Panthers uh, President of Hockey Operations General Manager Dale Talon announced back on Monday the Panthers agreed to terms with defenseman Brady Keeper on a two-year Entry-level contract, Dale Talon had this to say about Brady Keeper. Brady's a promising puck-moving def defenseman who possesses strong offensive instincts and plays a physical game. He has been a leader for the University of Maine and found success as one of the team's top defenders. We are excited for Brady to join the Panthers. He joined the Panthers on Tuesday in Dallas, took the uh, morning skate that day, took the warm-up that day as well, had a chance uh, that day to ask Panthers head coach Bob Bugner on Brady Keeper, the signing of Brady Keeper, where he fits into the uh, into the team's current plan. Here's what Panthers head coach Bob Bugner had to say. Well, you know, asking around and, and, and talking to management and talking to Cappy a little bit, obviously familiar with uh, with the coach uh, back in Maine, and, and uh, um, he's a kid that uh, has got some offense to his game. Um, you know, he's uh, he's got some grit to his game, which is nice. And I think uh, a guy that was really sought after after a lot of teams. And, you know, he had some choices where to sign. And, uh, you know, our guys did a good job of convincing him to come here to Florida. It's a position, I think, in our organization that uh, um, needs to be strengthened, the depth uh, of our defense. And uh, I think he's going to fill that void. I think that uh, um, the plan for Brady is, you know, we want to uh, immerse him in a couple practices here and, and some pregame skates and just get a feel of our systems here, um, get him comfortable to the point where if we feel we can use him or we feel that we need him, that we can put him into the lineup. But there's going to be no rush here. This is more of a, a learning experience and a development phase for him in, in his, his next uh, you know phase of his pro career. Panthers head coach Bob Bugner right there. Keeper is a 22-year-old defenseman, 44 points in 73 games in two seasons at the University of Maine. He's extremely excited to be a member of the Panthers organization. Here is Brady Keeper on joining the Panthers. This is a great organization, as people, you guys know. Um, I talked to my, uh, my agent before coming here, and I thought this was the right fit for me. Like I said before, my, I just talked to my advisor and my family, and I thought for myself this was the best organization for me to um, hopefully play in the future and make something happen here. Brady Keeper there when he met the media for the first time in Dallas after the morning skate back on Tuesday. So uh, certainly a big welcome to Brady Keeper, to the Panthers organization. Really excited to uh, see his development uh, really continue here. And, and uh, again, certainly uh, fun to see how excited he is to be a part of this Panthers organization. Coming off uh, a great couple of years of NCAA hockey, 73 uh, games, 44 points for him. And you heard Bob Bugner plays with a real edge to his game as well. So certainly, uh, again, uh, exciting there a new signing uh, for the Panthers over the course of the week and we've got lots more to come here in this Panthers insider show reminder Panthers are home tonight against the Boston Bruins you don't want to miss this one 954-835-PuckFloridaPanthers.com Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets and of course uh, season tickets for next season they're also on sale season ticket holders receive exclusive benefits including priority access to BB&T Center concerts merchandise discounts in Pantherland and more to enter the territory go to Florida 
minnesotapanthers.com or call 954-835-PUCK. Ticket representatives are standing by. You can get your tickets for next season. You can also get your tickets for tonight's matchup. Panthers and the Boston Bruins tonight at 7 right here at the BB&T Center. You don't want to miss this Atlantic Division battle. Third of four total meetings this season for the Panthers and the Bruins. The second and final matchup for the two here at the BB&T Center in the regular season. You don't want to miss this one tonight. And uh, we will continue talking about tonight's matchup and more, Chris, as we roll along here in the Panthers Insider Show. Yes, indeed. We're coming up on the program. We've got Randy Moeller from the Florida Panthers television broadcast who will join us in about five minutes from now. And to close the show, we'll be joined by Matt Porter, who covers the Boston Bruins, the red-hot Boston Bruins, for the Boston Globe. He used to work down here for the Palm Beach Post and is returning home this evening, or I guess he was returning home going to Boston. But for our purposes, he's returning home to the BB&T Center uh, this evening. That's all still to come. Randy Moeller will join us next on the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Chris Whittingham and Doug Plagans here for the Florida Panthers Insider Show, taking a look at the week that was and looking ahead to the week that will be for the Florida Panthers. And Doug, we have a pair of games coming up in the next week here at the BB&T Center, including tonight taking on the Boston Bruins. Lots to get to overall on today's show. And, uh, again, a big one tonight, Panthers and the Boston Bruins, 7 o'clock face-off right here at the BB&T Center this evening. You don't want to miss this one. Panthers on the road for four straight after this one here, so you don't want to miss tonight's contest. And, uh, again, the Panthers and the Boston Bruins, who've had uh, a big season as well. Folks, the Panthers have announced the first-ever launch of two girls' learn-to-play sessions starting in May. Girls ages 5 to 9 will have the opportunity to learn to play hockey for just $175. All participants receive a free full set of ice hockey gear with their six weeks of on-ice training. Go to floridapanthers.com slash learn to play for more information and how to sign up. But, uh, Chris, you mentioned it. Big game tonight here, Panthers and the Boston Bruins. Big week coming up, and we're going to talk about it right now. Yes, indeed. And to do so, we're joined by Randy Moeller, former Florida Panther, and, of course, on the Fox Sports Florida television broadcast every single game. Moeller, how are you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. All fired up, ready to go for this one here tonight. Should be a dandy. I'm hoping that uh... – the Panthers keep that uh, that pace up, that energy level. They're going to need it. The Bruins are one of the top teams in the NHL. Yeah, especially of late in the last uh, – since the start of February, only Tampa Bay has a higher points total uh, in that period of games. And, of course, I mean, they're Tampa Bay. So you, you can't be too surprised by that. But Boston, one of the hottest teams in the NHL. But I want to start with you, Moeller, on uh, the performance of the front line for the Florida Panthers. The first line, Barkov, Huberdeau, Dadnoff. In the last eight, Alexander Barkov, 19 points, six goals. Jonathan Huberdeau, 17 points, five goals. Evgeny Dadnoff, 12 points, three goals. It's just been a ridiculous run from those three. It certainly has. They're almost unstoppable every time they're on the ice. What I love about uh, that line is how creative they are and how they, you know, the game of hockey is so fast. And, and so the coverage of a, of a line like that is very difficult because they're always in motion. They're always finding open space. And the way they can pinpoint those uh, short passes and find a, an open man in order to get a quality shot is, has been very, very impressive. They're, they, they're right now, they're the, probably the best line in the in the league right now. Uh, no disrespect to the top line in Tampa Bay or Ovechkin's line in Washington, but they continue to uh, find a way to, to get the offense. And they not only do it on the power play, they get lots of power play points, but they, but they do it five on five. And, and uh, you see late in games when uh, Markov, after playing you know 20 minutes, 21 minutes a night, still has the energy and the creativity in order to drive that offense forward uh, 
They know where they're at, each other on the ice. And Dadnoff now has gotten hot. He went through kind of a, a slow uh, streak there where he wasn't been able to uh, provide the offense as far as goal scoring. But uh, now they're really clicking, and uh, it just causes headaches for the opposition. I hope that continues here tonight. But they're going to they're gonna face some pretty good defensive forwards. We all know about Patrice Bergeron. He might be the best defensive forward in the NHL besides Barkov. And so he's going to be on him uh, like white on rice tonight. So it's going to be a challenge. A lot different game than the Panthers uh, enjoyed the other night uh, with their 4-2 win over the Arizona Coyotes. And, Randy, we, 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 we talk a lot about the, the Panthers' offense and Mike Hoffman, who scored a power play goal last time out, one of the turning points in that game against the, against the Coyotes. Just, to, just talk about what he's meant not only to the Panthers' power play units, but just to, in terms of helping the Panthers really gain the upper hand in hockey games. It seems like whenever they've needed a big goal, there's Mike Hoffman with, uh, with that one-timer on the power play. Well, yeah, and, you know, we all know about that one-timer and what he does for the Panthers' power play, and that's the reason why the Panthers are number two in the league in that power play statistic. But what impresses me about Mike Hoffman is he's able to also create offense five-on-five, and he's underrated as a passer, as a puck handler. He protects the puck well. Uh, He's got great speed and great vision. He's able to draw a couple of defenders to him and then and then dish it off to, to line mates, whether it's five on five or the power play. And I, I, I think I think it's uh, a little bit unjust for for Mike Hoffman being known as just kind of a trigger man and a goal scorer. Yeah, he's tied for the lead and team lead in, in goals and, and that and with those uh, all those power play goals right up there at the top of the league as well. But he's underrated as an overall player. He's, he's responsible defensively. And I know the coaching staff has put him in any situation. And he's moved up and down the line, and he can play with anybody. He's played with a number of different centermen, a number of different wingers, and that. He's been all over the map, and he's still been able to produce. And that's what impresses me most. And, and Randy, Keith Yandel, most points in a season for a Panthers defenseman and uh, just uh, jumped past Robert Svela last time out. And you've, you've seen all these guys play uh, that, that Yandel has passed on, uh, on this list. Uh, just, to, just talk about and kind of put into perspective the, the offensive season that Keith Yandel's had for the Panthers here. Well, and he, he always he pushes the offense forward. And it's not only just on the power play, but those breakout passes and, and that how he can be creative. He's got the confidence at the offensive blue line to make risky passes and, and uh, risky plays. Some, most of the time it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, as we saw last game with a short-handed goal against. But those are the, that's, the, uh, that's the give and take that you, that you have with an offensive player like that. The Panthers, that's exactly what they needed when they went and got Keith Candle. That was what was missing was a real true offensive defenseman, both five-on-five and power play. And uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that he's um, he's going to shatter the season record uh, for the franchise for assists, passing uh, Robert Sala. And he's continuing on, and uh, he should be able to add to that. He's averaging you know a point a game here over the last little while, and uh, that that has been one of the reasons why the Panthers have been able to collect these points and, and continue to be in these games and, and that um, he's a big part of the offense, a big part of this team. He knows that, and he keeps everybody light in the locker room as well. He's a funny guy, and, um, you know, there's the ups and downs of the season. He's one of those guys who want the locker room. 
Last and, one, and, oh, yeah, go, oh, go on, Doug. Sorry. And, and Randy, one last thing. Uh, Sam Montebo didn't play last time out, but just what's impressed you most about him, uh, you know, as a 22-year-old goaltender, the confidence and, and the poise that he's displayed? Well, it's all right there. And you talk to Rob Salas and you talk to other goalie coaches around the league, which I've had the opportunity to speak with, and, and they, they, they see it. His structure, uh, his mechanics, his style of play is what you want for an NHL goaltender. He's big. He's got the confidence and um, and, the, and the calmness for a 23-year-old. Amazing. He doesn't seem to get um, off kilter. He's able to keep uh, his focus and that even when uh, things are not going well for him. And that's what uh, you're looking for in a young goaltender that's uh, up and coming. Great talent, uh, great vision, and, and his athleticism and the way of flexibility that he's got you just check all the boxes with him and and now he's getting an opportunity and i think he's, he's opened up a lot of eyes and especially inside the organization as they look forward in the goaltending position and moeller a quick word on tonight's magic with the boston bruins well the Panthers have played excellent against the bruins just take away about uh one minute out of the, the previous <laughs> couple of games or whatever and that no i Doug will tell you that that last game in Boston, besides the just the absolutely horrible finish, where they not only lost the lead but they lost the game in the dying seconds. Other other than that, up until uh, that the, you know 59 minutes of that game, they played probably their best overall game of the season. That needs to, to stay the same, and they have to have the confidence. They've got to put that ugly loss in the rearview mirror. Play the same way, and they'll be fine. And they'll they 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 match up well against the Bruins, and I expect that here tonight. But it's going to be a battle, a lot different game, physical, emotional than they what they enjoyed the other night against Arizona. And that is Randy Moeller. Check him out on the television broadcast each and every game, including tonight against the Boston Bruins. Appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. And again, check him out on Fox Sports Florida for the television broadcast of the Florida Panthers. And tonight it is against the Boston Bruins. 7 p.m. is the puck drop from the BB&T Center. Speaking of those Boston Bruins, coming up next, we're joined by Matt Porter, who covers the Bruins for the Boston Globe. This is the Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Show right here on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. This is the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. Coming up, a four-game road trip for your Florida Panthers this week, uh, starting on Monday night, taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs in Montreal, in Ottawa, and in Boston. But first tonight is a home game for the Florida Panthers against the Boston Bruins. we get to the Boston Bruins side of things with Matt Porter from the Boston Globe momentarily. But first, Doug's got a message for you. That's right. A big uh, game here tonight. Panthers and the Bruins, 7 o'clock face-off, 954-835-PuckFloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. If you don't have those, make sure you get them as soon as possible. Be a part of history. Now's a chance to own the limited edition 25th anniversary Cats magazine. This publication created by South Florida's Venice Magazine features exclusive interviews and photos with players, coaches, and more to purchase go to pantherland or shop.nhl.com again floridapanthers.com ticketmaster.com to get your tickets for tonight's game panthers and the bruins for the third of four total matchups this season for the uh, atlantic division foes and we are going to now get to the boston bruins side of things with matt porter who covers the hockey team for the boston globe and matt porter how you doing sir i'm doing great chris 
How are you guys? It's great to hear from Doing you great. again. Matt, Matt Porter, who covers, uh, used to cover the Miami Hurricanes down here, now covering the Boston Bruins. And Matt, you just happen to be covering one, one of the hottest teams in the National Hockey League since uh, the start of February. The Bruins have tallied 38 points. Only Tampa Bay has more with 44, but they played two more games as well. What's been going so right for them of, of, the, of late? I mean, and of late is two months. Yeah, it's funny when you when you say that. I I was uh, you know the way things went with the Canes, I was kind of wondering like you know what kind of good luck, bad luck am I? You know, uh, <laughs> I come back up to Boston and they uh, you know and they start they start rolling. Um, really, since since around the New Year, they've just been excellent. Um, they, they I would say it's uh, it's they're healthy again, but that's not necessarily true. Um, they've been dealing with injuries all year and kind of been getting getting by. I, I think they've just found. You know, they are an experienced team. They have the, the top-end leadership like Bergeron, Marchand. Um, Krejci's been playing excellent. They've been getting goaltending. So I think, you know, they have a lot of guys who have been there before that kind of know that this is a time where you're fine-tuning your game, you're starting to, you know, get it to playoff ready. And, uh, boy, do they look playoff ready right now. And, Matt, is there a guy on this Bruins team? You mentioned some of those household names, Marchand, Bergeron, uh, David Posternock's had another big season but with the Bruins having to overcome some some voids that have been in that lineup due to injury, has there been maybe a, a surprise guy that uh, that we should keep an eye on tonight in your mind? Maybe the, the biggest surprise guy that's uh, kind of stepped up for Boston this year? Well, there's a lot of uh, kind of under-the-radar guys, uh, you know, defensive players and, uh, you know, guys who have been in and out of the lineup who have contributed in, in short stretches. But when I, when I think about this team, I, I see – you know, a guy like Charlie McAvoy really coming into his own. And they kind of expected it to happen at some point. Um, but he's really at the point now where he's playing like a rover. He's almost like a force forward at some time. He goes below the goal line. He's all over the place. He has the size to, you know, to fend off a lot of different checks. Um, he has the skill, you know, to, to make plays. He has the speed to get there all around the ice. He is everything that they, right now, everything that they expected him to be uh, at 21 years old. And, He's going to be due a big contract in the in the uh, in the offseason as an RFA, and uh, he's certainly uh, playing himself into a nice payday. So um, he's, he's been a big deal with them. The the fact that he's able to play with Zidane Ochara, you know, I, I think has has only helped him in the, in the start of his career. He's adjusted to the league. Chara, obviously, even at his age, uh, with his reach and his experience um, and his massive size and strength, uh, takes a lot of the burden off of off of a guy like McAvoy to kind of free him up and do what he does uh, best. So um, it's been a good year for McAvoy, who, you know, despite some injuries, too, he's been hurt, too. He missed uh, 20 games of the concussion earlier in the year, had a foot infection around the holidays that, that, uh, that took him out a little bit. So he's recovered from that. and He's playing really, really well. And, Matt, you mentioned Zidane Chara there, twice the age of Charlie McAvoy, but playing at still such a high level. How, how does he still do it? Yeah, it's really, you know, it, it, it's a, a lot of it's above the shoulders, you know, and he's still a big man who can – you know, he's not, he's never been a fast guy, but he does, he's worked a lot on his skating, on his edge work, on his ability to make tight turns and pivots and things like that, and, you know, down in the corners. Um, but he's just so smart. You know, he he's, has supreme confidence, um, you know, with the puck, not always looking to move it up the ice, but as far as just getting out of your own zone, things like that, killing penalties, um, you know, there are a few in the league that can do what he does. And then you add in the reach, you know, you add in the size. Um, you know, and the strength, which is still there, um, uh, even at age 42. Um, you know, so I, it, it's the, we're at the point in the season now where, you know, you'd start to think, okay, well, he's 42. How much time does he have left? But 
I could see him going another couple of years. He's just uh, he's just shown that he can still get it done. Um, you'd expect him to either fall off a cliff or you know start really declining. But you know he's just kind of slowly, slowly, slowly you know losing a step here and there. But it's it certainly we certainly haven't seen the major drop off from Zidane Chara, which has been huge for Boston because they need him. They still rely on him for about 21 minutes a night. Yeah, and uh, he's nearing on 1,500 NHL regular season games on his career. Been in the league since 97. Uh, what an incredible uh, career for him. Now, uh, in terms of the matchup with the Florida Panthers from a Boston point of view, uh, last time out uh, at the uh, TD Garden was a crazy game. Boston getting two goals in the final 40 seconds uh, to win that game. What do you make of the matchup between Boston and Florida? should be interesting because, you know, I, I, I talked about how the Bruins have come through all their injuries at but they were pretty banged up when they came down here last time in, in, in December. And they just they hit, the wheels came off for them in that game. It was 5 nothing. It was one of their worst losses of the year. You know, they didn't have Bergeron. They didn't have Chara. McAvoy was hurt. Uh, DeBrusque was hurt as well. But, you know, they're, they're, the constitution is a little bit different now. And, you know, they're not they – they, when the Panthers came to Boston, they were going through that stretch where they were winning a lot of games, you know, close, tight. They always seem to find a way to keep that point streak going where they won um, – where they or they took points out of 19 games in a row. Um, so, but right now this team, you know, they're coming off two games where they absolutely just completely dominated the Islanders and the Devils. Um, aggregate score 10 to one. Uh, Tukarask made a combined 35 saves in those games. So just really not busy at all, and and uh, they were just shutting things down from a from a team uh, defense perspective against two clubs that you know really don't have a hope right now. And what I'm curious to see is do the Panthers, you know, are they trying to make a statement at this at this point in the year? The young leadership like Barkov, like Huberto and Trocek and everybody else on that team, are they trying to say, you know, this isn't going the way we want it to, but we can show, you know, that we have played well against this team before and that we're gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the, in, the, in the years to come here. So I'm curious to see what the Panthers have more than what the Bruins have, because the Bruins, you know, they're a point away from hundred points, are locked into a matchup with Toronto. And you wonder, you know, is, 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 are they a team that, you know, might take it a little bit easy, um, you know, down here in Sunrise? And if they do, as as Panthers have shown before, they will take advantage of that uh, pretty quickly and, and make it a, a night to forget. Matt Porter, you read the coverage in the Boston Globe or at bostonglobe.com. Appreciate the time and uh, hope you enjoy a nice weekend back in South Florida. Thank you, Matt. I'm a little sun. I'm a little sunburned. It's always good to be with you guys. <laughs> and that is Matt Porter joining us here on the Florida Panthers Insider Show. That'll just about do it for this edition of the Florida Panthers Insider Show. Again, a busy week for the Panthers tonight at the BB&T Center. Get your tickets at floridapanthers.com for the Panthers and the Boston Bruins. Then a four-game road trip closing in Boston. But before that, a swing through Canada, Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa, all away from home. Some difficult games coming up for the Panthers, but we but we'll be right back here in a week's time to recap it all. Again, check out the Panthers and the Bruins this evening. This has been the Florida Panthers Insider Show on the Florida Panthers Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 